is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you sick wagons! Brad's Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good stuff, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed another edition of the Fade 5 Podcast. And all the tequila, give us all of the love juice. We're going to need it uh, in this, uh, what, stomach-churning affair uh, between the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got a total sitting at 30 flat right now iowa stands up and says bravo bravo deacon hell we'll trot you out there let you play quarterback for one of these uh not so esteemed franchises on the offensive side but uh before we get to that game uh, we gotta hop aboard the hong kong plus bus and offer up our favorite plus one at our odds wager today. Maybe it's in the Thursday Night Football Affair. Maybe it's in the NBA in-season tournament. Maybe it's in a very light uh, because the uh, finals are at play. Slate of college basketball games or possibly you're dropping the puck and making some bucks, Lundy. Do share. Let's go to the Motor City. Why? Because we're motoring. Uh, we're going to go see the Detroit Red Wings is what we're going to do. They are at home. They are taking on the lowly San Jose Sharks. And one of the stat lines we are going to focus in on is the fact that San Jose is tied for the worst penalty kill in the entire National Hockey League. They're actually tied with uh, the Minnesota Wild, by the way, in case you want to try to take advantage of this over on Vancouver's side. So with that in mind, we look at a gentleman by the name of Dylan Larkin, uh, for those of you that are not familiar. Larkin, by the way, right now on a five-game point streak where he's got a total of five goals and two assists over the course of those five games. But in order to get ourselves into some plus odds, we are going to dial in for him to have a power play point, given the fact that Vancouver, or that uh, San Jose, excuse me, sucks on the power play. And he's got 13 of his 24 points this season on the man advantage. So we can snag this one universally across the board. Saw it at DK, saw it at ESPN bet, uh, bet MG, everybody. Uh, plus 125 is what we're looking at for him to have a power play point this evening going up against the Sharks. I say it happens. This might be uh, one of those kind of one and dones. I could see him doing this in the first period against the Sharks. So grab Dylan Larkin while you can, plus 125 for a power play point. Uh, what's your price for flight? Well, mine is plus 110 right now at DraftKings. All this SGP and come with me at a battle of the Hawkeye State. Iowa State, the Cyclones, hosting the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, inside Hilton Coliseum. And I'm going to take this on SGP. Give me Iowa State. I'm going to take that spread down to minus one and a half. And then I'm going to jack the total up from 155.5 to 158.5. Slam that under so I can achieve the plus. Plus money status here at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, admittedly, it's been a roller coaster ride uh, early on this college basketball season for your boy. I'm still trying to figure a lot of these teams out. Iowa State is certainly one of them. I think the spread's a little bit too high in an interstate rivalry game. Both these teams do play a brisk pace of basketball. Iowa's number 27 in the nation in adjusted tempo, and ISU is number 94 in that category. Uh, you might say, well, Brad, Iowa is a prolific offensive team. Well, past versions have been not so much Fran McCaffrey's version. He is trotting on the floor this season. They're number 78 in EFG offense and strangely number 319 in points achieved from three-point land. Only 23% of Iowa's points, shockingly enough, 
are coming from distance. Uh, they're leaky defensively, number 163 in EFG defense. Uh, turnovers have been problematic for them as well. Uh, and you look at Iowa State, a uh, much more uh, accomplished offensive team, number 57 EFG offense, number 42 as well. And EFG defense just balanced across the board, and they are top three in the country in offensive rebounding percentage and defensive rebounding percentage, which means they're going to limit second-chance opportunities and, I believe, control the boards, and they share the sugar quite well. To boot number 34 and assist to field goals made. Now they lost to Virginia Tech on a neutral floor and they lost to Texas AM AM also on a neutral floor, but at home and what is probably going to be a full throat 15,000 in attendance. I say the Cyclones rip through Iowa. Give me them minus one and a half on that alt line. And I'm going to pair that with a game under 158 and a half. Shot quality, I think, has got this projected like 147. Uh, just use that as a resource. You put those two together on the SGP, plus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. With those bets on the board, let's get after it on this very much a Mastaquila Thursday with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Right, numero cinco in this craptastic matchup. And again, the over-under in this game is 30, folks. Uh, you never see that in the National Football League, but it is what it is. And for that reason, uh, the field goal kickers could be busy. And that's why, like, uh, the most accomplished field goal kicker in this game, and that being Chris Boswell, I'm going to slam the over and one-and-a-half field goals made. A little bit heavier juice there at BetMGM, a minus 125, but I'm willing to slap the wad and pay for it. Uh, you look at the New England Patriots, uh, six kickers have uh, knocked a pair of field goals through the uprights against them this season. Uh, you look at uh, Boswell, he has done this in seven games this year. He's hit 91.7% of his field goal opportunities. I think that was my grade in U.S. geography back in the day. Loved that subject as a kid. Uh, you look at Pittsburgh, number 29. That is it in TD-only red zone percentage. Now, I know it's Mitchell Trubisky, for crying out loud under center in this game, but it sounds like Najee Harris is going to be good to go. Of course, got the juice of Jalen Warren, hashtag a requisite Warren. Uh, pretty good wide receivers to spend the pill to as well. Maybe this offense will open up someone. Again, with Matt Canada out of the way, we've seen that the last couple of weeks. And uh, if that is the case, he'll be able to move the chains with the Steelers. But please, bog down, get stuck in the mud on the opponent's side of the field so Basel will get some opportunities to boot a couple through. So with that, Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals made, minus 125 at Bet MGM. Lundy, Vader, follow. The amount of shits that I give about this game tonight uh, is, uh, is the equivalent um, of taking, like, uh, I don't know, Gonzaga on the money line against West Middle School. Okay. Oh, We're talking right. negative odds out the wazoo i don't give a i don't brad i don't care about this game i am crying like hell and i've got one that i'll share in bonus time i found one sgp that i was willing to play uh but beyond that uh, i i legit like i got crap written down to talk about this i, I don't this is gonna be so bad this is if if this were 2005, this would be like an AFC championship preview, but yeah. it's not. It's 2023. 
with two shit teams with Trubisky and Zappy. I, I though it sounds like a spinoff of Ren and Stimpy. What the hell are we watching tonight? This is uh, all. Give me all the field goals. Give me all the field goals. I want a final. You said six to two. Yeah. Yeah. Which would give us, it, it'd be like if the Pirates were playing the Sox. Okay. <laughs> let's go, let's go that route. Here's what I'll tell you. Let's go. How about we go, uh, not, let's go nine to six, Brad, just so these kickers can cash some props. Well, all I got to say is this, uh, Bezos, for once in my life, I actually feel sorry for you. Why do I have to watch this game? Oh, that's right. I'm betting on it. Number four. All right, Numero Quattro here uh, again on that craptastic matchup between the Steelers and Patriots. Uh, that's uh, the entire Fade Five countdown, and we have uh, exhausted no stone unturned as a result of trying to find you some value. And here's one that I uncovered at BetMGM. Uh, I'm going to take the under, uh, not on the game total, but two and a half total team touchdowns scored in this game. Yes, you can wager on that. At BetMGM, I grabbed a plus 140. I think uh, right before tape time, I noticed that plus 135, still extraordinary value. If you feel this is going to be an Iowa-like game uh, in that 6-2 vein, kind of a finish. And I think that is entirely plausible and entirely on the table. Look at Pittsburgh in terms of EPA per play offense on the season. They are number 24. New England, number 30 in that category. Aladi already told you the quarterbacks, the elevated backups that are in this game, Bailey freaking Zappi for the Pats and Mitchell Trubisky, the former Bears disaster for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you look at Pittsburgh, number 28 in the NFL and points per game at 16 flat. New England dead last in that category at 12.3. Uh, New England, uh, a handful of times already this season, including last week. Remember, they lost a game six to nothing to the Chargers. They failed to score a single touchdown. Uh, the Steelers have uh, only gone under this, I think, once this entire year. But uh, look, maybe Pittsburgh scores twice uh, via the six and finds the end zone, and the rest are a bunch of field goal boots, and that's it because I'm not sure New England can even score a single point in this game. So if you really like the under, I suggest playing the under on two and a half total team touchdowns. Better value there. Again, at plus money at BetMGM. Lundy, better follow. This is the kind of value I'm talking about for this game. Now, please yeah. remember, I, I would like to point out to people uh, something that's very obvious. Uh, you can make some bets on this game and then not watch it. I just want to <laughs> let you know that you can, actually, you can actually do that if you decided that you like, for example, Brad, there's 13 games tonight in the National Hockey League. Ooh. Like, I don't even care. I don't even care if you're not a hockey fan. Trust me, folks, you being completely clueless about what's happening on the ice will be more entertaining than Amazon Prime tonight. Yep. But by the way, I'm going to follow on this one because I'm all about the fact that I, I mean, shit, Brad, I don't know. This final could be three to two. Hey, uh, this just in uh, a strong recommendation. Talk to your families. It's going to be better than watching this game. Number three. All right, Numero Trace here on the Fade 5 podcast. Let's get some more action on the board. How about some more plus money as well with a guy that used to be good as a member of the Chicago Bears, Allen Robinson. Uh, maybe the first and only time we're going to feature him on the countdown. 
uh, here today. But uh, I'm going to take the over one and a half receptions, and it's a plus 105 at BetMGM. The reason why I am tailing this prop, uh, it's quite simple. It's all about taking advantage of Miles Bryant out of the slot. And I have discussed this several times here on the podcast and on Live and Line and some of the various other programming that I do. Slot quarterback Miles Bryant for New England's given up an 84.6% catch rate in the slot this season and a 105.8 passer rating as well. 37 wide receivers have hauled in at least a pair of passes. I look at Robinson. He's gone over this in two of his last three games. And, of course, got a lot of Trubisky. And the last game out, he's averages 3.2 targets per game on the season, but he is seeing uh, 62.7% of his uh, snaps in the slot. And he's run at 25.5 routes per game. Now, this could be like two for eight, two for 10. I kind of like the under on receiving yards in the alt market. If you want to use that a leg in a parlay, I actually slam that under at 21 and a half at ESPN bet. But just on catches alone, I think he catches... Two balls, exactly. Might have to sweat this sucker out. Uh, but, you know, you hope the Patriots can be remotely competitive. But I'm still going to tail it. So, to recap, to recap, Allen Robinson over 1.5 receptions, plus 105 at BetMGM. Lundy, fader follow. We have an Allen Robinson sighting. We have an Allen Robinson. This is some Area 51 shit right here. The yeah, fact that we have found a way to get this guy. I don't – two catches at plus odds. I think this is one of those that you're just sort of required to go, all right, fine. I'll 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 get suckered in. Meanwhile, the guys that are setting the lines at the books are like, <laughs> we got him. We got him. We sprinkled a little plus odds in there. And we got watch Rob, watch Robinson get like targeted three times for zero catches. I'm telling you, it's gonna be something shitty. Like I'm uh, I'm going back to my coffee. This game blows. Alan Robinson, he's an alien who's going to grab two passes. Number two. All right, numero dos here on the Fade of Five Countdown. Uh, another one I stumbled across, I was shocked it was this high. And there's actually an uh, alternate market on this at ESPN Bet. If you want to take it up even higher and use it as a leg on a parlay or SGP, I, I don't hate that strategy at all. Bailey Zappi, under 31 and a half yards for the longest pass. You just want to play that individually. It's minus 120. At DraftKings Sports, but can also should be like minus 175. Uh, this number is way, way too high. Extraordinarily stratospheric in my estimation. He's only got seven deep ball passes. Those are seven passes beyond 20 yards on 64 attempts this season. That is it. He's only completed 14.3% of those 20 plus yard passes. 14.3%. That is uh, embarrassing to say the least. 4.7 pass yards per attempt. So he is uh, very line tied. He likes kind of the horizontal instead of the vertical action as a quarterback. Really the antithesis of being a QB. His longest pass this season is 27 yards, uh, which I, I think he accomplished a couple of weeks ago. And and last year in a, in a, a couple of starts, he only went over this number twice 
So it's a very rare instance that he uncorks down the field and connects. Maybe it's with Devontae Parker. Pop Douglas is going to be out of this game. I mean, the cupboard is really bare offensively across the board in terms of some of the assets he can throw to in this game. Yes, I know the Steelers have allowed the six most total air yards. Yes, I know the Steelers have allowed the six highest dot to opponents this season. That is an area you can take advantage of him in. But do you think Bailey Zappi is really going to let loose down the field? Again, with that 4.7 YPA, I ain't buying it. Give me the under. 31 and a half yards on the longest pass. Minus 120 at DraftKings. Lundy. And this is a pass completion, mind you. Fade or follow. Uh, for the record, I also am a big fan of horizontal action. Um, let's get to Zappy uh, on the under on the longest pasture. I actually like the idea of of playing this one. Bring it like keep, just keep bringing it down. Find yourself a good uh, you like you said you like twenty seven and a half. Oh, and get yeah. it plus twenty. Like I just want to I just want to bring this down as low as possible. I think I would honestly feel comfortable if I could bring it down uh, and not get crazy greedy, but let me bring it down to like twenty five and a half and just say that he stays underneath 25. I'd be okay with that because it's just not it's not happening for New England, folks. Have you seen the current NFL draft order? Belichick, and he won't be there, but Belichick yeah. is picking second right now. That should be the Bears' pick, but they keep stinking winning. Uh, whatever you want to do. If you want to win, just fade Bailey's happy. Number one. Numero uno here on a Thursday night football edition of the Fade Five. Zeke is going to freak in receptions. Give me the over on two and a half catches. A little bit heavier juice here. Minus 130 ESPN bet. Honestly, if you want to play this up a tick to like the over three and a half catches and get it a plus money, that might be a winning strategy as well. The reason being is this. Remember, no, rah, 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 Ramondre Stevenson out of action with that bum ankle. And you look at Zeke Elliott uh, in games in which he has uh, ran at least 10 routes, and that has happened a handful of times in season five to be exact. In those games, he went five catches, two catches, four catches, three catches, and four catches. So he's been over in four or five. Surely he's going to run at least probably 20, 25 routes in this game. Uh, you know, Ramondre is averaging just over 19 routes per contest when on the field this season. You look at the Steelers. They've given up uh, three and a half receptions per game. That's that's it. Uh, to the running back position, 26.7 yards per game as well. But nine RBs have hauled in at least three balls off the hand of their quarterback on what should be probably a five to seven target game. Remember, he had five targets last week. He ran 20 or more routes and he caught four passes. I think it's going to be a similar output again with that horizontal action of Bailey Zappi. And make sure it's a forward pass and not something that's sideways. I've already gotten screwed on one. I'm still debating. I would love to debate with somebody in the front office somewhere that Tony Pollard, I missed on the hook, and I swear to God, uh, the pass that came off of Dak Prescott's hand in the game against Seattle, the last catch was an actual forward pass, but it was ruled a lateral from Dak to Tony Pollard, so I'm still bitter about that. Hopefully that one will not apply to Zeke Elliott. I think he cruises past this somewhat comfortably on that over two and a half catches, minus 130 ESPN bet. My number one play on the board, Lundy. Fair to follow. Number 
number one with this pile of crap doesn't matter. Like this is your, this is my favorite of the worst. <laughs> like that's like, we are selling you guys a bill of good. We are doing oceanfront property in Arizona on today's podcast. Folks. People need content, Lundy. We're giving yeah, it to the but damn you know people. What? You know where the content comes from in this podcast? Bonus time. That's where it comes oh, from. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of really does. But there's only like five college basketball games. So you're going to find but, a way to bet them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lundy, I uh, already teased it. It's bonus time. He already mentioned it. Uh, lucky number 13 games on the ice. Surely he's got to have some action there. I'm going to have a pick in the NBA. Maybe some additional stuff in the Thursday night game. Maybe some additional stuff at college basketball. But Lundy, you have the floor first, my man. Do share. Uh, let me roll. Uh, I told you there was one, one SGP that I found that I played in the game tonight. And I'm playing it because this SGP was minus 120 at DraftKings. It was a plus 112 at ESPN. So we're talking about a swing of 32 cents, folks. And so I will play this. And Brad, I think you would like this one. Give me New England on an alt line plus nine and a half. All I got to do is keep it in single digits. And give me the under at 37 and a half. Under 37 and a half. And New England to just keep this thing in single digits, that's plus 112 at ESPN. And again, the reason I like it is because I went, I built it in a couple of different places, but an example is built the exact same numbers at DraftKings, and it was minus odds. ESPN's giving it to you at plus 112. Go get it while you can. I told you I like a lot of the action on the ice. Let me go back to Dylan Larkin real quick of the Detroit Red Wings. I told you I like him for a power play point. I also like him for an anytime goal. I told you he's on a five-game point streak, and he's got five goals over the course of those five games. So let me say that he will once again find the back of the net. That one, universally, plus 130 across the board, wherever it is that you want to bet it. What do we love? We love goals in the first 10. Two different two-leggers for you tonight. Give me Anaheim and Chicago to have a gift. Give me New Jersey and Seattle to have a gift. If that happens, it's a plus 149. But wait, there's more. Uh, Give me Philly and Arizona to have a gift. Give me Minnesota and Vancouver to do the same thing. That one is at a plus 170. Uh, so each of those two leggers, uh, the first one plus 149, the second one plus 170. And if you're feeling frisky, put all four of them together for a plus 575. I just want to toss that one out Ooh. there in case you're feeling really, really crazy. Um, I mentioned to you before the fact that the reason I was going with Dylan Larkin is because San Jose is terrible on the penalty kill. Uh, and they're tied with the Minnesota Wild for being the worst on the penalty kill. So with that in mind, let me look at Vancouver's roster and go with one JT Miller to have a power play point, plus 110. Uh, You can grab that one over at ESPN. Again, I think Vancouver can take advantage of Minnesota. That said, however, I will take the Minnesota Wild on the money line on the road against Vancouver. They are a slight dog at a plus 105. Vancouver has come crashing down after the start that they had to the season. And I think Minnesota can take advantage of that. The Wild have changed up their coaching staff. Um, And with all of that in mind, the Wild have also beaten Vancouver in six straight meetings. And so something tells me that that streak's going to continue unless Vancouver can find that groove that they had if we, we, we rewind all the way to October. Uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, I don't know that I trust Vancouver. I don't think they have found that groove quite yet. A uh, couple more for you here really quick. Uh, give me Toronto and the Ottawa Senators to go over their total at six and a half. 
you're going to pay some juice in this one. So if you decide that you want to do it, you may want to parlay it into uh, something else. But these guys have had eight or more goals in four out of the last six times they have played each other. So I'm just saying, I think goals are plenty. Goaltending is optional between these two, and that is the reason why you're going to pay some juice. So if you want to put it together with something else, you can. And then I already gave you the one crazy one. If you decide you want to go with the goals in the first 10 at a plus 575 with those four games that I gave you. Here's another one. Columbus and the Islanders to go to overtime is plus 370. Why do I why do I like that? Because if you go back and look at what has happened between these two teams, first of all, the Islanders themselves have gone to overtime in six of their last 10 games, including three of their last five. And between these two, They've gone to overtime twice in their last five meetings. So you put all of that together. The Islanders seem to be obsessed with the idea of going to the extra frame uh, on the ice and playing a little bit of three-on-three. So that seems to be their trend. These two teams have a tendency to go to overtime against each other. And so at plus 370, I think that's worth a sprinkle of a bet. And uh, seriously, uh, paint drying, um, (laughs) I I don't know, uh, vacuuming. Laundry work. Uh, yeah, uh, vacuuming, trying to get some chores done before the weekends. Yeah. I don't know. Hanging your Christmas lights. I don't know what it is, but find something more entertaining. With all due respect to all of our friends at Amazon Prime, I feel really bad for them tonight because I ain't watching this crap. I'm going to be watching the abs uh, taking on Winnipeg. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I want to know what you're going to be doing. As always, I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. Yeah, trying to squeeze blood from a turnip. That's what I'm going to be doing. And on this Team Wavels parlay play at GP style, of course, is tied to Thursday Night Football. Give me the Steelers, leg numero uno on the money line, leg numero dos. Give me Mitchell Trubisky under the alt line here at 249 and a half pass yards. Give me Bailey Zappi, same thing, under on the alt line of 199.5 pass yards. And then give me Deontay Johnson, the only positive thread to this SGP. Three or more receptions plus 165. And Ben and GM gets seduced by that juice. Uh, again, Pittsburgh, I think, is going to win this game straight up. They are 6-4 and four straight up in their last 10. New England has dropped four of their last five games uh, straight up as well. Meanwhile, uh, you look at Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, you know, I already mentioned Bailey Zappi, 4.7 YPA. Well, Trubisky's not much better in that category at 5.6. Uh, he's only got four passes beyond 20 yards uh, on 49 pass attempts on this season. Uh, New England, I don't care. They're number 28 in pass EPA. Uh, D, I don't care that they give it up 234.5 pass yards per game. Uh, I don't think Trubisky's going to get anywhere close to 250, but a little cushion to avoid any kind of push in there on that under 249 and a half. And then Zappy again, way under uh, 200 yards passing. He'll probably be around a buck 50 in this game. 4.7 YPA, I've already mentioned. Yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, decent against a pass. Number seven in pass EPA, D, though they're allowing 244.3. Still, he will not escape the one zero zeros. And Deontay Johnson, three or more receptions. Uh, he has done this in six, eight games this season. Uh, he is number 33 in dot. He's seeing a handsome target share, 7.9 looks per game. 
And it is, does a lot of that dirty work underneath some of those shallow crosses, quick slants. Uh, I think they're going to try to build up the confidence of Trubisky early by feeding Deontay Johnson, working outside the numbers and uh, possibly over the middle of the field as well. That's Deontay Johnson's game. So uh, to recap on this SGP, Steelers money line, Trubiscuits under 249.5 pass yards, Zappy under 199.5 pass yards, and Deontay Johnson, three or more graphs, plus 165 there at Bet MGM. Uh, with that godforsaken game out of the way, let's get uh, some more college basketball for crying out loud. Uh, North Dakota State, eh? Uh, do it for the Bison. I'm going to lay the deuce. Uh, that's it. At home, they're in Fargo uh, against the uh, visiting Portland squad. Uh, uh, North Dakota State can flat out shoot the rock from outside. Uh, they're one of the most prolific three-point shooting teams in college basketball, evidenced by the 39.4% three-point percentage is number 18 in the nation, according to KimPop.com, coming in to the night. Uh, they got all kinds of gunners. Uh, Skunberg, Bowden Skunberg, uh, who's shooting 36.7%. Uh, Jakari White at 45.2%. And to J- J- to Javis, to Javis. Uh, yeah, that's a, look, I've never even seen these guys' names until right now. Miller at 47.8%. So, again, that'll be the difference in this game. They're going to be nip and tuck, going to be tied toward the end. Hit your freebies, Bison. But I think the three-point buckets will be the difference in them scoring the cover. And one NBA play for me tonight, Tyrese Halliburton. Give me the over on rebounds. That number sitting at four and a half against Milwaukee, the good land. For you, Alice Cooper fans from Wayne World back in the day, uh, you can get that at plus 120 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. He had six boards. Uh, against the Bucks back on November 9th. Uh, he's actually been over this uh, total seven times this season. And uh, Milwaukee, we know that they have struggled the uh, last couple of years really defending the glass middle of the pack in terms of opponent rebounds per game. They are allowing 44, but Halliburton coming off that masterful triple-double against the Celtics, I think will continue to work the glass early and often and get at least five rebounds against the Bucs and get that right now again at plus money uh, pretty much everywhere. And I grab that at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. I'm out of breath and we are out of time here on the Fade 5 podcast. Who is a favorite? You enjoy this broadcast. Drop us a rating and a review. Also feed or follow us on the X where Lundy's always giving it to you with his sizzling hockey plays. At Nate Lundy, I do the same thing, although we're minus money right now in college basketball on the week. And I got my ass kicked in the NFL last week. So hopefully in this stupid game tonight, we're going to get off on the right foot. You can follow all of my action at Noisy Huevos with the lovely and outstanding Nathaniel Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow that. Is up to you. Sorry, Amazon.